Hey everybody, welcome to Christmas Eve. We are excited this evening for you to enjoy these moments where you can encounter the work of Christ, the Holy Spirit in your lives as you gather as families. And so as we put this together for you, our hope and prayer is it is deeply enjoyable and meaningful for you. Welcome to Christmas Eve. Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Let the heavens be glad, and let the earth rejoice. Let the sea roar, and all that fills it. Let the field exult, and everything in it. Then shall all the trees of the forest sing for joy. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth into joyous song and sing praises. Sing praises to the Lord with the lyre, with the lyre and the sound of melody. With trumpets and the sound of the horn, make a joyful noise before the King, the Lord. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive. Sing and heaven in nature sing and heaven. 
Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife. For that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. O come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. For he is our God and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand.
scene in the earliest part of the Christmas story we find in Luke chapter 1. There's a guy named Zechariah and Zechariah is performing his duties in the temple. Now Zechariah is a priest of the Lord but the catch is this there are 24 orders of priests in Israel so there are literally hundreds of priests. He was chosen by lot to go into the holy place and burn incense. This is a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Now, Zechariah is married to a gal named Elizabeth, and both of them are very devout, very full of integrity in following the Lord. Now, the problem is Elizabeth is barren. And so Zechariah, for as long as they've been married, I mean decades and decades probably, Zechariah has been praying for the ability to have kids. So while he's in the temple burning incense, this angel Gabriel shows up and Zechariah freaks out. The the angel says, hey, don't be afraid. In fact, you've been praying to have a kid. You are now going to have that happen. Elizabeth is going to have a baby. And Zechariah's response is literally, okay, I know I've been praying for this for a long time, but she's really old and I'm really old and are you serious? Now, I say that to make a point. Christmas is called the season of miracles. And you might go, well, is it, is it any more you know, miraculous than any other time of year? And my response would be, yes, absolutely it is. There's something about when you and I look at the Christmas story in the Gospels where we see miracle after miracle after miracle. Not only Gabriel being visited by, or sorry, Zechariah being visited by the angel Gabriel, but you have Mary, who's a virgin that is pregnant with a baby. I mean, that's a miracle if there ever has been one. Then, of course, Gabriel also visits Mary. As the story continues, you have wise men who know the Jewish text and see this star in the sky and follow it to where the Christ is born. On top of that, you have these shepherds that are out in the fields and an angel appears and then a whole bunch of, a whole choir of angels appears and tells them to go and and see this baby that's been, you know, wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying where there's a bunch of animals in a cave and they go and find that very thing. It's another miracle. On top of those, you have this idea that God came to earth through the womb of a virgin as a baby. I mean, that's, that's crazy in itself. And then finally, you have all the prophecies about the Christ. If you go all the way back to born of a virgin, but from the line of David being actually birthed in Bethlehem, would would flee to Egypt, would, would end up being raised in Nazareth, and then performing miracles, and then finally paying the price on the cross, dying and rising from the dead. All of these miracles going on that really ought to bolster our faith. There's something about when we hear of miracles that it ought to bolster our faith. And yet what happens to you and me is that you and I at some point believe and pray and ask God for a miracle and it doesn't happen. And so we quit praying for that miracle or the opposite of what we've asked to happen ends up happening, and so we quit praying for miracles. Or, one of the saddest indictments of all, we just get so busy with life, and we continue to go down the path of marriage and kids and responsibilities and mortgages, that we just stop dreaming and believing for miracles, and life just becomes what it is, and we don't experience the miracles that maybe God wants to do. Can I ask you a couple of questions? First of all, what have you asked God for 
but it's, but it's been a long time and so you just kind of quit asking. Or where has your asking for a miracle become maybe just a religious duty that you go through the motions of prayer, you go through the motions of asking, but you're not really expecting God to do anything because that's just kind of the religious thing that you're supposed to do and it is a ritual. Where is, is that happening in your life? See, here's Zechariah who had been praying for a baby for decades and yet finally Gabriel says you're gonna have a baby and he doesn't even believe God. And in Luke 1.18, it says this, how can I be sure this will happen? I'm an old man now and my wife is also well along in years. Are you afraid to ask God for a healing miracle because your health keeps getting worse? Do you feel intimidated to, to bring loved ones before the Lord by name asking for salvation because you see them continuing down the same path they've been going? It doesn't seem like God's doing anything. Or maybe it's that dream job that you just kind of gave up on believing a miracle could happen that could get you there. Or, or higher education and getting a degree feeling, I can't go back to school. I'm too old or I wouldn't even know how to study anymore. I'm never going to be able to accomplish that feat. Or maybe it's a simple as the idea of sharing your faith with the people that you love so desperately, and yet you feel this intimidation rise up thinking, what, what would I even say? What are they gonna think of me if I share the message of how I've been changed by God? I don't know what it is for you, but, but we're in a season called the season of miracles. And yet for you and I, it's a tragedy to think about reading about miracles, hearing miracles from the gospels, having other people that we know of sometimes share miracles, and yet all we're doing is looking from the outside in. We're not personally experiencing miracles. So let me challenge you with this. It's time to pray and expect miracles again. And yet you say, yeah, but what if nothing happens? And my response would be this. Does anything more happen when you don't ask? Is anything more going on or any more miracles happening because you're not asking? On top of that, remember that, that Jesus was the one who told us to pray and not give up. You've maybe heard this idea, ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, knock and the door will be open to you. And understanding the verb tense of those words, ask, seek and knock, includes ask and keep on asking. Seek and keep on seeking, knock and keep on knocking. Don't give up. Zechariah continued to serve in the temple, continued to ask God for a breakthrough in the ability to have a baby. And while his expectation was low, the angel Gabriel says, I have heard your prayers, the prayers you've kept on praying and a miracle was able to happen. See, instead of thinking about or being afraid of what won't be, why not pray for what could be? And so this Christmas Eve, as you and I are walking through the, the, the elements of the Christmas story, as we're singing some of the songs that we're singing together, what if you began to pray those prayers that you used to pray asking God for certain miracles? Again, on the other side of your praying and expecting, think about what could be different. When you think about Zechariah and Elizabeth, what happened? She ended up having a baby. Who was that baby? John, John the Baptist. Jesus ends up referring to John the Baptist as the greatest man who ever lived. That's Jesus saying that because Zechariah asked God for a miracle and they received that miracle. But let's just play what if. What if you prayed for healing because your health hasn't been great and you were healed? What if you prayed for that loved one and all of a sudden at a point the light came on and they surrendered their lives to Jesus? 
What if you began to, to pray and believe for a miracle that you could go back to school and you begin to walk down that path and it actually happened? What could be different about your life? I know it's not always fun to play the what if game because all you're doing is going, well, what if? But, but guess what? Sometimes the what if game sparks in us the ability to believe that God can do miracles. During this season of miracles, I wanna challenge you to be somebody who's asking God for miracles. I don't know what miracle you might need. I don't know what miracle you, you might have used to pray for, but now today, here you are just going through the motions of life. But I wanna stir up in you that faith that those miracles that you and I read about in the gospel stories aren't just meant to be some old story that, that make us smile. They're meant to encourage us to ask the same God yesterday, today, and forever. The miracles that he used to do, he still can do in your life. I wanna pray and I wanna encourage you to open your heart to the miracles that God wants to do in you and in your life. Father, I pray today, as we navigate towards the closing of this Christmas Eve gathering, and again, it's a unique time where we're watching online, I still believe that even as we pray, you can work through computer screens and phone screens. You can work in, in ways that we might not imagine. And my prayer is that our faith would be bolstered. I pray that our faith would rise up, that God, some of those things that we used to ask you for would be rekindled in our hearts. That we began once again on December 24th, 2020 to begin to ask God for those things that we used to ask for, believing that you can answer, that we are the kind of people that pray and don't give up. As we wind down, and as we sing O Holy Night here in the next few moments in closing, my prayer is that we would ask you for miracles. Write down those things we're praying for and watch you answer because you're a miracle working God. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
wrap up Christmas Eve, I want to encourage you to take a moment this evening to, to, to gather your family together and maybe talk about the miracles that you need to pray for and then actually stop and pray together. It doesn't have to take 10 or 20 or 30 minutes. It can be as simple as gathering, maybe joining hands together and just asking God for some of those miracles that you know that you and your family need. Just a way to make it a little more applicable this Christmas Eve. So just a thought for you. God bless.